0: and they were about to go to work. "'Well, let's get this over with,' McClanahan said finally. "'Good idea,' Luger said. He proceeded to run down the remaining items on the checklist, pausing at intervals to check switch positions with the pilot, Captain Gary Hauser. Two minutes later, all switches have been configured, and it only remained to activate the bombing system and tie all of the individual components together with the bombing computers. "'Master bomb control switch.' "'Good,' McClanahan said. I mean, on, light on. Bombing system switch. Auto. The bombing computers now had control of everything. The steering, when to release the bomb, even when to open and close the bomb doors. McClanahan had only to position a set of electronic crosshairs precisely on a pre-selected aiming point on the radar scope, and the bombing computers would do the rest. Coming up on 60 seconds to the IP crew, Hauser announced. FCI centered? 60 TG, ready, ready, now. Got it, Luger said, starting a stopwatch as a backup. Bomb run review. Roger, McClanahan replied. Rocket, rocket, bomb. Uh, concrete, blivet. Rocket, rocket. This is the live drop over the range. Let's not fuck this one up, ladies. Some joker is going to run out there with a tape measure to see how we score. Nav? 30 seconds of IP. Houser announced. Defense! Electronic warfare officer ready for IP inbound pilot, Mike Hawthorne replied. India Band radar is searching but hasn't locked on to us yet. Gunner has backup time in radar, Bob Brake, the crew gunner, replied. First control radar is clear. I'll get back on watch after the bomb run and get set for those Air National Guard fighters they told us about. Twenty seconds of IP, McClanahan announced. Better stay on watch guns, Houser said. Sometimes those Air National Guard guys get a little antsy. Remember last year's bomb competition? They didn't wait for the bomb run to finish before they jumped us. The Rules Committee let them get away with it, too. Okay, Brake said. I'll still be keeping backup timing until I see something. He flipped some switches and returned to his small, five-inch square tail radar display. At the tail of the huge bomber, the turret with 4 50 .50-caliber machine guns slowly came unstowed and began a pre-programmed search pattern. Ten seconds to IP, Luger said. Next heading will be 010, airspeed 350 true, clearance plane 500 feet. He turned to McClanahan. His partner had just removed his helmet and was rubbing his ears, then snapping his neck hard from side to side. What the hell are you doing? Loosening up, Dave, my brain bucket is killing me. Hauser's FCI slowly wound down. Coming up on the IP crew. Ready? Ready? Now! Right turn heading zero one zero, pilot! Luger said. The huge aircraft banked in response. Boy, is it flat out there! McClanahan said, studying the radar scope. Roger, radar! Hauser replied. I guess that means we're clear of terrain. That information was important to Hauser. He was hand flying the huge bomber only five hundred feet off the ground at almost six miles per minute. Pilot! Airborne radar contact at two o'clock! Hawthorne yelled suddenly over the interphone. "'Possibly an F-15. Breaking apart now, there's two of them. search radar's on us. Switching to target track. They've seen us.' "'Roger, E.W.' Hauser said. The fighter intercept exercise area was still over 80 miles away, Hauser thought. Hawthorne must be picking up signals from some other airplane engaging the fighters. He put the E.W.'s warning out of his mind. Hawthorne tried to say something else, but he was quickly interrupted as the action of the B-52 bomb run began. Copilot, call, I.B. and Bruno, Luger said. McClanahan had switched offsets and was now peering intently at a radar return that was almost obscured by terrain features around it. Pilot, Hawthorne said nervously, this is not a simulation. Glasgow bomb plot, Glasgow bomb plot, Sabre 3-3, India Papa, Alpha Sierra. Martin radioed. In a small trailer complex located at a municipal airport fifty miles from the ground-hugging bomber, a set of four-dish antennas swung southward. In a few seconds, they had found the speeding B-52 and had begun to track its progress toward the target on a mapping board. Other antennas began emitting jamming signals to the B-52's radar, and other transmitters simulated surface-to-air missile site tracking radars and anti-aircraft guns. The scoring operator ensured that they had positive lock-on, then turned to his radio. Saber three-three, Glasgow clears you. On-